Welcome to the Bougie Black Brother Network. Good evening and welcome to Fade to Black Cinema. I'm Michael, your Bougie Black Brother. And I'm here for my Asian series movie review. And this week I picked up something off Netflix called Detective D, The Four Heavenly Kings. So I picked this up because I was like, wait a minute, didn't I see this about a year or two ago? Because I found that is a series. It's like three of them, um, three different ones. Um, and, and it's weird because when I when I tried to look at it, I was kind of like, all right, is this really the one that I saw or is there something else? So the other one is Mystery of the Phantom Flame and Young Detective D rise of the sea dragon so i think i saw a rise of the sea dragon but i gotta find them both and see it again because it was kind of vague but anyway so this one i sat down and it it didn't seem as uh, i think how the other one was really out there 3d type stuff a whole bunch of things going on i think this one had a lot more intrigue and suspense and the corruption was like wow you know what i mean so anyway uh detective d and they said this is based on a real life character i'm not sure about all the supernatural stuff but you know how that goes uh, but i thought it was like really really great this was a really great representation because it had a great storyline it, it it showed uh historical corruption where people try to um, take revenge of things some people within the power are, are trying to separate each other but detective d gets this uh, this uh staff and he's anointed that to protect it from uh, the emperor but his wife uh she the empress her ass was like no i don't think he deserved that because he's gonna come back and take it out on us so Detective D is part of the investigation portion uh, that goes around and investigating you know, anything that goes on. But the Golden Knights or the, the Golden Army, uh, like the protectors, and he has his rival but friend that's over there. So she goes to his rival and say, I need for you to get this back from him. She said, well, just ask for it. She said, no, the emperor wouldn't allow that. So I need for you to get it back. And she saw how he was hesitant and everything. So what she did was, and this one, it started getting like really exciting. Uh, she got like four sorcerers um, to work with him and say, well, he's these guys that's going to back you up. He said, I don't need anybody. And, and they look like charlatans. They look like fake magicians and everything. So they all had like different kinds of powers and and. And it was so spectacular the way each of them did different things. One guy, you know, he seemed to be controlling the actual weather and he'll come up with like a, a new set of hands. And then there's clouds above him and rain. And and that was like, wow, how exciting is that? Then this other guy was like a like a he had these huge blades, but they're they're almost like. Um, big sling blades and, and hatchets and but they're huge and he spins them around and and they, they look heavy but he's really huge 
Um, and, and he's moving it around and he's slinging it and he's cutting everything in his path and he has all types of other small gadgets. Then this other guy was the master of illusions. So he would uh, shoot an illusion, show you one thing and trick you into another. And then there's the one ninja girl. Um, she's like water something, but she became an integral character within the story, which I thought was like really, really well as well. So all of these people went out and say, go find, um, detective D and find out where he has the staff and get it from him. Well, the actual magicians or sorcerers tried to actually kill him. So. They set him up to do an investigation and they turned around and they put poison all over the place. So as he was touching things, he supposedly got the poison. And when he got the poison, he would die. And and his friend was kind of like, yo, what the hell's going on with y'all? They was like, this ain't got nothing to do with you. We doing our job. We just want to get paid. And he was like, yo, no, we ain't doing it like that. So there go. We went back and went back to because they pulled detective d and all his people well a set of his people out of the compound where the investigation bureau was and then they were searching the home of him uh, well he set traps up for them so whoever went in there was looking for the staff and come to find out they either got captured or set off alarms but he knew this was going to happen because as he he figured he went out and said something just doesn't feel right but soon as he had that staff, he was doing certain things. But within all of that, there is an and it was weird because you really got to pay attention to this. So this is another one that it's not all about the action. It's about the storyline of who's who, who wants what and why do they want it? So the sorcerers wanted to get paid and gain favor with the with the kingdom. Uh, the empress wanted more power because the empress said, you know, I took the effort and made you my partner. No one has ever done and shared power like this. But she was greedy. She wanted all the power. So when that failed thing was there, um, she found a way of saying, I need to just take over the bureau um, so I can be able to take the staff back. So because they said, well, if we couldn't find the staff, he must have lost it. So uh, we're going to have to arrest him for that. But all behind that, there was another group and they was from India and he was finding information and everything. And this India group had their own type of mystical magic and they wanted revenge against the empire, um, the emperor and the empress and what they did to their people when they're actually was there in China. I think this is um, this is a Hong Kong movie, but it was based on. Uh, I think it's the what is the Tang Dynasty, T-A-N-G, the Tang Dynasty. And I, I just thought um, the way they incorporate the Indians that came there and they was like mask people. So they they he was the faceless man. So he didn't have any face. He would cover their face and most of the people would cover their face. And 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 but they were really mystical. They flew through the air and it was just so exciting. And. A lot of it, when you do the choreography well, it doesn't look fake. You know they're flying and, and, and jumping over from house to house. But the thing is, it wasn't just jumping over to house to house. What they were doing was they were flowing with 
the atmosphere with the way the houses were and and the, the one main mongolian guy that was the the, the race was he was a Mogul, mongolian that had the big blades that fight scene was amazing because detective d not detective d the the leader of the golden clan or the golden army was fighting him in front of the four kings and because he hid the the staff there and that the way he was running about and, and cutting through everything, it was just so, so exciting. So all the fight scenes and all of the, the magic fight scenes was really, really cool. So I, I really thought that this was a well put together, entertaining, exciting, smart Asian detective movie. Um, I got to see the other two so I can... Um, do the comparisons because I know I saw it and it was fun, but I didn't think it was exciting. But this one kept my attention because I've really thought that the storyline was really, really done well. And and, and the, the actors were uh, pretty done really well, too. Um, Detective D, he had an assistant. They said he was like a Watson type character, you know, like Sherlock Holmes and Watson. He, you know, he made sure that. You know, he gave him the medicine when he needed. He did the advising for him. Um, he, he did a lot of peripheral things for Detective D. He's the one, uh, Detective D had like a mental issue that was taking over his body, but his assistant knew how to give him relief. Um, and then there was a some kind of priest or, or a leader that Detective D would go and ask, I need help from you. Um, the kingdom is falling apart and he went there and this huge goddamn ape was there and a floating talking goldfish or a koi, a koi fish. But it, it was just the way the, the fish was floating around in the air. It was like, oh, what did he do? I got on my walk one. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is so crazy. And it was flowing so cool. But the thing is, I think the way they did everything, and it was two hours long now, and it kept my attention. But the way they did things, it was so natural looking. Um, now, the big, you know, white ape wasn't as natural looking, but um, in, at portions and scenes, it was it was done really well. And then the way the illusions that they were putting up seemed so real. But then when you saw that they made them as illusions, it floated away easily because you didn't tie in to say that looks so fake. It's supposed to be fake because uh, they did some things to, you know, once they breathed stuff in, it was a actual illusion that people really thought they saw one thing and it really wasn't. So it was faking them out. But a very, very good, good movie. Detective D, The Four Heavenly Kings. Um, it's on Netflix. Um, and it's a lot of sorcery. Uh, they put some history on the back end that, you know, the Empress thought she was uh, like a goddess. Um, and she changed her ways. But began to uh, take over the kingdom in certain ways. So it may be a Detective D4. But um, really, really good. I really enjoyed this. This is really worth it. Um, something outside of just a crime drama, but it, it goes back into history and, and does things in that way. 
So, um, hope you like it. Um, Fade to Black Cinema. Uh, see me and Alicia on every Wednesday and as well as Thursday for our movie and TV show reviews. Thursday is I try to keep with my Asian movies because um, Alicia can't keep up with them like I can. And I keep up with them. And, and, and it's all about the um, I like to hear. Um, their dialect in different ways that it is so the subtitles is in and a lot of these the subtitles are very very fast so at least she doesn't keep up with subtitles that quickly so I see them on my own so I definitely always try to get those done on Thursdays so check us out on bushyblackbrother.com under fade to black cinema uh, you will see us also on every podcast download under fade to black cinema or Urban Lifestyle Cafe, because that was the first one we had. So if you're looking at older type of reviews, it's there. But our newer ones is Fade to Black Cinema. So really check us out on that. Um, thank you very much. And if you're hanging out on YouTube, it's on the Bougie Black Brother Network. And you'll see all the ones that's downloaded there. Well, that's all I have, and I appreciate you stopping by, and we'll see you next week on Fade to Black Cinema. Later. <laughs>